What's up, fellow producers? What's up? How you all doing out there? Hope everyone's doing good. This episode, we are talking about which one is better, music producers or... Beat makers. Beat makers. Beat makers. Which one do you fall in? What? Which one classifies what you do? Let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know, man. We want you to argue with eat people in the comments. <laughs> no, not really. You can if you want, but we're going to kind of go over a few things and see, uh, you know, what's the difference. That's right. Because those, gonna... the reason we're bringing this up because those two get interchanged all That's the time. That's right. We're going to try to bring some clarity. Yep. Some defining. Some definition. Definitions. Definition. <laughs> That's what it's called, right, right? Definition. That's right. That's the French. That's, that's French. There you go. That's right. For all our Definition. French audience. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Ray. What's up, guys? What's up? I'm Rome. We're music producers. That's right. And beat makers. <laughs> <laughs> we do both. Well, we are. We also do beats. We'll, we'll, exp- we'll, we'll explain that later. We'll explain it so y'all are not just left in the dark with We're going to mansplain. Just yep. kidding. but we have a special gift for you all if you go to forwardproducer.com slash isp right there you see it on the screen if you're watching this on video go there you're going to get the industry standard productions course why should they get that course ray dog well because it's going to help them level up their production we're going to give you five tips to level up your production seven tips sorry Seven. You, you're saying five, and then we threw in two bonus ones, right? Is that what it is? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Seven tips to level, level up your production. And don't forget, it's free. free. Absolutely free. <laughs> it's free. Just go over there, and you yep. get instant access. Just click. Yep. And we're actually getting more and more traction with that um, with that free gift as well. More yeah, and more people, people are, are da- Yeah. They're checking it out. It's so the competition is going to be going up and up, so don't be late. Boom. You don't want to be left in the dust and your competi- your productions aren't A1. That's exactly right. Other people are leveling up already. Leveling up. Uh-oh, now I'm singing. Uh-oh. We need are to you singing that. old music or new music? Oh. Hey, the segue. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> Let us know, Ray. We got industry news. You know, Industry news. Ray brought up an excellent point on industry stuff going on, so go ahead. Just talk about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so the, the other day I was just kind of scrolling through my feed and a really cool- Your MySpace feed? <laughs> not that. <laughs> that's not coming back at all. But uh, that's news. That's been news. That's right. The the band Genesis and Phil Collins, and y'all know who they are. Yeah, you should. Youngins don't really boom, know. Boom, 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 Right. <laughs> I can feel it. That's exactly, exactly. Right. They are. They they sold their publishing to a record label for three hundred million dollars. Both of them to combine. Yeah. Total, like so. In other words, all of uh, Phil Collins' solo stuff, as well as Genesis, combined three hundred million dollars. And I was thinking, okay, why would a label like how does that benefit a label to to purchase those rights? Then I remembered, oh, there is a trend, and here's here's a, the big news. There's a trend now in the music business that seventy percent now of all streaming. Uh, songs are old songs which is so anything that is about 24 months and older two years or older that's right isn't that a 70 percent god so in other words they're they're saying that that new music is on the downtrend mm-hmm. old music is on an uptrend wow that's 
So that basically means that like <laughs> people's parents are getting on it too, and they're like, "That's exactly." They're yeah. just dancing in their living room, right? Listening to their old classics on right. repeat all day, whatever. But but if you couple that with other uh, stats like uh, uh, Grammy uh, Grammy viewership is way down because Grammys is current stuff like that year. That's exactly right. Yeah, and so people are just kind of. It just seems like they're tuning out to the the new stuff and really gravitating towards the old. I mean, no real answers have been given in any of these articles, and I've been following that that trend now for a couple of months. They're not really giving answers because they don't really understand why. Because you know, at first you think, well, it's just old people jumping on, mm-hmm. but it's not. Mm-hmm. Like, all, I mean, just case in point, my own children. Uh, I've got a 19-year-old, a uh, 15-year-old, and a 12-year-old. They hate current pop music. Wow. Can't stand it. Like, they listen to ACDC, Journey, and and I, all that other you stuff. You know what, what? how this makes sense to me? Is and, like, oh, yeah. go ahead. Well, well no, and, and I didn't even, I haven't pushed that at all. They're, they're actually discovering. Oh, yes. It's not dad saying go. No, no, it's not dad in the car playing Journey. Uh, I'm not really doing that, because yeah. I actually try to keep up. So I'm listening to to newer stuff, you know yeah. what I mean. But but they are discovering it on their own through yeah. Spotify. What makes sense to me is like when the CD era was here. Uh huh. Only way you're listening to a song yeah. if you got that if you purchase a CD. That's right. Or if the radio plays it. Right. Which majority of the radio, unless you go to classic. Yeah, they're, station. They're, they're going. Pay, down. They're playing current stuff. Right. So like my generation as a teenager, yeah. unless I had that CD. Yeah. I'm not listening to old stuff unless it's on TV or on the radio. Oh, right. It's right, not right. on demand. That's so right. Now, the younger generation That's is, actually a good point. It's just like on YouTube. You search whatever you want. You can do the same thing on Spotify, yeah. Apple Music, and say, you know, ACDC, and just go through their whole catalog Yeah, and find out what you like. Uh, I, w- one article did say that one, one of the things that's actually helping some of that is the, the TV show Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Because it's set in the 80s. They're doing some- All 80s music. And it's good, and it's great. And it's, so, it's not all '80s music. It's it's '80s throwbacks, and right. then they remake the '80s sound. That's right. Right. Which right. For them, they're like, man, this sounds cool, which right. is actually new. But well, has, no, no, no. There, there, there's been a couple of actual syncs. Yeah, they put the they put this old stuff on there too. Yeah. So and then people are going, oh, what's like that? They put Metallica on there, which that's right. not like. And then Kate Bush, I think one yeah. one of her big songs from like '87 or whatever was but, on there. But if you listen to the main theme song of Stranger Things, that's boop, 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 that's boop, newer. Boop, boop, boop. Right. Exactly. But yeah, right. that's. I think that's what it is. It's like you have way more access. We have the internet. You have access to the world. We have the internet. Um, current shows are playing older music and mm-hmm. people are digging it mm-hmm. um just all sorts of kind of things but it's just so Who thought it would be like that i know i know it's crazy because there's so much music going out new music going out but i think that's some of the problem though there's yeah. so much new stuff and nothing really has time to rise or get any kind of cultural impact because it's there and then it is gone yeah you know what I mean? And yeah. people have moved moved on. One hit wonders and that's so on. A, right. Yeah, I think that's really cool though. I mean, this for we're we're a show for music producers right. and, and beat makers. We'll talk about, but <laughs> <laughs> something that people need to understand is like intellectual property is so valuable. That's a great point. And that's exactly why, like, if if a Phil Collins or a Genesis didn't own 
their masters. That's right. We wouldn't be talking about them making bank off of selling. Them yeah, right and now. and they're publishing too, like them yeah. as songwriters and master owners. Yeah, that's right. They, they wrote a lot of their own stuff. They wrote them, wrote them not all. all of it. Yeah. Right, right. But that's something y'all need to think about as producers. Absolutely. Especially if you can work out a deal like we talked about getting paid and I mean work out a little compensation and then maybe get some points on it. Uh huh. Hey, when they go to sell it, you may Boom. you may be getting a little change now, yep. a little change. And make sure whatever you do, write. Make sure you have some kind of you know writing, yeah, on your productions. What I like to say is, uh, get it done before anything happens, and That's before right. record buttons hit. Boom. Just get it done, and you know, go off it like that. That's right. So interesting, man. But hey, we will keep following this. And we will, any kind of updates, we will talk about on the podcast. Yeah, it'd be great. Oh, who's that? <laughs> that is the main chunk of what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Ray, Ray forgot that we had a little sound effect machine right here, which we had a kind of like, if you're watching this, you can see there's like a little cable because our Bluetooth device was saying, recharge, recharge. So That's right. <laughs> we just had a hop, we wired it up. <laughs> I got it. Look at him laughing. Let's just go to his camera and see Ray laughing at how silly this was <laughs> when i talk you have to use it and then you have to figure out how to do it whenever you I got talk. it i got it <laughs> i'm switching the whole thing right here ray you I'll can do you. you can do sound effects <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you i don't know what i'm thanking everyone for <laughs> so let's go into the main topic of this podcast which yeah. one is better music producer or beat maker which one's better ray let us know Hey, <laughs> not the difference. Which one's better? Well, for me, whichever one is paying. <laughs> oh, hi yo. No. <laughs> whichever one is paying. <laughs> See, that's how you got to do it, Ray. <laughs> Thank you. That- <laughs> All right, so hey, let's let's uh, do um, you know before we, we get into it, it. Yeah, let's do some definition, right? So, um. I'll just kind of tell you the traits of what a producer does, and we can kind of go from there, right? Great. So a producer is actually responsible for the project, okay? Like, if you are working with a record label and you're called the producer, mm-hmm. uh, the responsibility is, or the assumption is, that you are bringing them a full and completed project. So, Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Now, that could be a single, a song, like, you know, because we're specifically talking about music producers today um uh that could be a uh you know one song or that could be an entire record which is more rare today but Mm -hmm. but still you're responsible to bring that in also within your contract we'll say a phrase all in so what that means is that uh the money that we're giving you five ten fifteen twenty thousand dollars uh we want a complete everything's in your fee is in there Right, who you're, you're paying? Yeah, who you're paying? Your budget to the mixing, so you got to pay the mixer out of that budget. You know, all that kind of thing. It's it's an all in. The you, mixer, the master, the engineer, the beat right. maker. You are responsible singer. for the entire thing and bringing it in. That's re- that's really the definition of a producer. Is that cover art too, or just music, just the audio files, just music, or depending what the contract? Says. Yeah, a marketing department does all the cover art and all got that it. kind of thing. Right. So that's music producer. That's a music producer. And then beat makers. Now, hang on. Oh, go ahead. Now, let, let me say this, too. Does that mean... Not, so, again, the producer 
is responsible to bring the project, you know, to whoever paid for it, right? Mm -hmm. So does that mean the producer has to play anything? Nope. (laughs) Does that mean the producer has to be the engineer? Nope. Does that mean the producer needs to mix it? Nope. Literally, as a music producer, I cannot lift a finger. You don't have to lift a finger. Right. Yeah, I don't have to lift a finger to do that. I can hire it all out. But at the end of the day, I am still responsible, the one responsible. You're like the administrator, budget keeper. If you want to be that type of producer, yes. Got it. But the, but I, I find that very, very interesting. So, so when we say music producer, uh huh, that's pretty much what we're talking about. But the confusion comes when people get fl studio or get that's right logic or so garage band. so rome walk us through what what is a beat maker someone that makes beats done <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it they so what's are, a beat they are producing music that's true well, we we haven't we haven't gotten to the debate part yet. No, we haven't. So you got to keep the. We actually it. planned a fist fight on this episode. <laughs> We're gonna start arm wrestling, and then we plan a we planned a, a fist fight here. This is actually a, a breakable table, so that's dramatic effect when when we do like a suplex or whatever. Rome used to play football. <laughs> He's gonna get in a football stance. Yeah, we're gonna get. I'm gonna get a three point stance. We're gonna do this debate. <laughs> yeah, a beat maker. They also call it a producer, which I right. think, I mean, I got a lot of production credits for mm-hmm. just producing the beat. Right. But you didn't put the vocals on. You didn't do the engineering. Some I did. You didn't do, you didn't do the final mix. But what, what we're, we're in the day and age now that uh, you could just make the instrumental. That's what it is. You, you create the instrumental. Correct. So you get, you organize, orchestrate, program the drums, whatever uh-huh. stuff on there. And you can send that audio file out to a singer, uh-huh. and you produce a beat for them or an instrumental. If you're not doing a lot of the term beat is more like a hip hop genre term, uh-huh, right? A little bit of pop, probably the track or the, track. the instru- in- instrumental. I like instrumental. Yeah, yeah, instrumental. Yeah. Then you send it out, and you're a producer. That's right, quote unquote. <laughs> which you know, I think people should understand. But this, what we're talking about, is more of the clarity side of it, right? Because there's going to be people that are listening that only do instrumentals probably mm-hmm. and they may venture into engineering or recording right and then there's be people that are doing it in the traditional sense like you're saying of yeah you know getting it because this a lot of that traditional music production is from back in the day like around the tape era whenever yeah. it's like there's someone that goes in there and they people are playing live you know mm-hmm. it's not digital instruments yeah you can actually take the the word producer actually even further back uh like the 20s and 30s when you had these big bands when big band music was the pop music Mm -hmm. right um and the arranger was the one that was actually putting all the parts down for the for the players to play Mm. right so they you know the big band you had to have an arranger and that arranger slowly but surely became they they would be the ones like wrote out the music physically writing out the the musical notes for each and every right for each and every person in the band so that kind of evolved into music producer right you just kind of oversee if you wanted to just oversee that's right but but even though i mean even right now i mean to me um a beat maker harkens back to those days Mm -hmm. right ranger that's right because the the beat makers 
arranging it all. Picking the sounds for the kick drum Mm -hmm. and creating the pattern for the kick drum and the snare and the and the pads and the keys and the lead lines. So that's kind of like a a cycle. Kind of, man. It really harkens back to yeah, even though you're not physically writing down music, which ironically, if you have logic, it will actually do that for you. It'll print out a score for you. (laughs) It's yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, it like it really beat makers kind of harken back to those days mm-hmm. uh, when arrangers were the kings. Yeah, and I mean now with like beat makers, modern beat makers, uh-huh. we talked about it. You just grab samples and yeah, even okay. even with FL Studio when I first started, you're technically you're triggering a sample yeah. unless you use like a virtual instrument that right. There's samples involved somewhere, but say right. if you just got a kick sample, you program out the MIDI notes of like when to hit on the timeline, right? what velocity, what pitch, and you program it out like that. Right. And you can just send a beat out like that, and you're a music producer slash beat maker. But right. you're, you're a beat maker. There you go. Maybe it's going to turn into an arranger. Right. So so for for me, uh, the transition between beat maker and producer, to me, is, is what responsibility do you have? Okay, mm-hmm. if... All you have to do is the instrumental turn that in, and then you're one and done. Beat maker. You're a beat maker. But then if you go into, hey, the, the, the people who are paying for this want you to bring them a finished product, then you're you're moving, you're branching into music producer territory. Yep. Right? I, because, I think, you know, you're having to do the lead vocal, you're mm-hmm. having to do the mix, or be at least be responsible for those things. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's kind of where the the line is, is what are you responsible for at the end of the day? That's, I think that's a good point. That's like, I I believe this will be if you are like hired Mm -hmm. as a, from a third party, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people that make their, they produce their own music and they are the beat makers and they are the the vocalists. Right. They are the mixers, the masters and distributors. Yeah. Because a lot of people are independent and do that. Like someone like, you ever heard of Russ? He's a rapper. No. So he went crazy for like years and just put music out like once a day at some point. Yeah. Wow. And he did it all. Yeah. Now he's blown up and he's huge and he's independent and he's like, I think he has a distribution deal, which he's still technically independent, uh-huh. but he owns everything. He did everything in his base, in his basement. Yeah. He's the producer. Studio, he did it all. Yeah. So he produced his own stuff, but he, he made mixed the beat, it, mixed makes it, it, recorded his it, vocals. vocals. Yeah. Distributed it. He was the it. one turning in the project for himself. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And then himself put it out. Yep, that's yeah. right. That's where I think where the kind of the the fine line of definition is because uh-huh. there's so many independent artists. Like when I started, I was technically an independent artist producing instrumentals, electronic instrumentals. Right. So I was the beat maker and I produced the product. Right. Right. To, to go out. So I think that's where that fine line is. Yeah. Because a lot of people that are at home, they got a mic, they got an interface. Yep. They already knew how to program beats because they had a laptop and headphones. But now they're like, my buddy's going to come over and record because he knows I made beats and he didn't want to go to the studio. So right. then they kind of go into music producer. Right, exactly. In the traditional sense as opposed to just beat maker. Yeah. So I think that could be where a lot of it's come from. Yeah, it's super interesting, man. Yeah. But there we go. We defined it. Boom. <laughs> Who's here? <laughs> That that's Ray hitting the wrong the wrong sound. We gotta favorite him, Ray. We gotta have like we gotta have a foghorn in there. <laughs> we do. We gotta plot. Or the boom. 
Yeah, I like bass that drop. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll get it. We just did it on the spot last minute, so. We're producers. We should be able to make our own sound. I know. We should just trigger our own thing off of Logic on a laptop. That's right. We'll do it. We'll try it out. But yeah, we defined it. Which one's better? Whichever one's paying more. Whatever one is paying more, and then whatever. Now, I... <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Uh, and I would say, hey, don't forget, with responsibility, typically become comes more money. Mm. Right? If you're more responsible, if you go, hey, you know. I can manage all this. I really like this artist, and, and I, I want to do more, then you can actually argue for more pay. Mm. So the more responsibility that you take, the more that you can charge. That's good because there's people that don't want all that responsibility. That's right. They just be happy making the beats. Being comfortable in their bedroom. Yeah. Probably in their boxers or underwear. Yeah. And just headphones and boom, 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 boom. boom. Watching YouTube tutorials, getting a new sample library. <laughs> right. Boom, boom, boom. And they could just send it out. And I will say this too. Beat making is a great first step into producing yeah right because you're learning yeah, how just to like arrange. what i was talking about that's right that's really uh, i was more of a producer starting off because i got into recording other people yeah and distribution changed a lot yeah pe like, people were coming to you out the gate yeah asking you to turn in a project for them right yeah so i kind of did it thank you no thank you or thank you no thank you thank you you're awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's i mean you could go either way apparently because i went from music producer traditional sense into beat maker yeah now i do both wait yeah. no so i think i'm always going to be a music producer yeah because the more your name gets out there too um you know and you're taking on that responsibility your your name gets you know out in the city and other artists start coming hey man can you you know they'll say make a beat for me but really what they're saying is hey will you produce this track yeah and turn it in for me yeah, my my big placement with Young and May that was yeah. beat maker credit technically, but I think on like Spotify and that it's a producer. Credit. Nice, it's cool. Even though I mean, yeah, because you didn't do the vo you didn't do the vocals on it. Nah, I just made the beat and put it on a website. Huh? Very and cool. Let the robots take and, care of the financial part. <laughs> there you go. Come on, robots. <laughs> you know what's very interesting too? What I was thinking about is like, as a music producer, you could take on all these roles and everything like that. And you could sit, you could have the title of music producer. Right. And everyone's like, oh, oh my gosh. And you could be so. broke. Oh, completely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially, especially if you do it strictly for points. Yeah. You could be completely broke. Yeah. But I just think that's interesting because like that, I've, I've had that term thrown around when people like introduce me to someone else. Yeah. Oh, he's a producer. Uh, and I kind of cringe because I don't care at all for titles at yeah. all. Like I'm like I'm Roman. I'm not what you call me. I'm just right. You know, I'm me. Right. But people would say that, and they're like, "Oh, he's a producer." And it's kind of like sometimes people will say that, kind of be like, "They're my friend. <laughs> they're a producer." Right. I'm cool now. That's right. And like sometimes I don't even have much money. You know what right. I mean? It's like I don't care about the title. Right. I don't, I, I'm not making that much money. Who cares about the title? That's right. But some people out there do care. Especially if you can't deliver. Yeah. Good Lord. It's like you're Imagine producer. having the title and not being able to deliver. That'd yeah, be you're, bad. Just, you're disgracing the name. <laughs> That's right. You're a beat maker then. No, just kidding. That's <laughs> barely. Yes, I think that's good. Let us know in the comments what y'all think about that. Yep. I mean, debate, troll, whatever you want to do. Yeah, and then let us know too what you think you are. 
Yeah, let us know what you do. Do you think you're a beat maker? Do you think you're a, a music producer? Let us know. And you know what? I think eventually we'll have people that only sing and they're trying to get into beat making or producing because they don't want to pay someone to do it or yeah. they're just trying to get into it. Yeah. So it could be a good networking opportunity. Just drop your name in there and you know people find you. Drop your socials on there. Absolutely. Link up. Community. Community. Communitize. Boom. <laughs> Network. <laughs> I just try to make up a word. <laughs> Communitize. <laughs> Yeah, let us know. That'll be awesome for you all to kind of network, I think. Right. Hopefully you do. But we have a story. Oh, come on, Rome. I love Rome stories. You like stories? This one is like... I'll do the next one. Yeah, you got the next one. And we're also going to do overrated and underrated eventually. Yes, so that's going to be fun. Looking out for that. Yep. So this story is about a live recording uh-huh. that was done at a church. Yes, I'm tracking. I was responsible to produce. Yeah. And I was... MDing, music directing. That's tough. And playing guitar. That's really tough. And there was changes going on with the audio setup at this church. That's ridiculously tough. <laughs> You're telling me now. <laughs> when I was there, so we had like we had rehearsal probably a few days before because the uh, the way it was set up was like they sent out the song, a bunch of different musicians from everywhere. Yeah. They came in and did it, and they sent out the song. Although the whole album is like ten tracks, I think, or something. So you like were that. the producer on the on the thing. I was helping produce okay. as an independent artist. So they were looking to you to help turn in the project. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I, <laughs> let's define it, Ray Doc. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting this project together. We had rehearsals at my studio, yeah. like a full band set up just to make sure everything's dialed in. A couple of the dudes, like the guitar player and the piano player, had to come in from Dallas. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to make it a few days earlier, but the bass player. What city were you in? Here. Oh, okay. It was in Round Rock. Nice. So we're getting that all together. We rehearse. I'm making sure that I was also responsible for the video production side as well. What? Yeah. That's and crazy, Rome. It was, it was bonkers. But I delegated a lot. Yeah. But Good a lot leader. of some of the stuff that happened was like it couldn't be delegated. Uh huh. So we go through. We go there a day. It was supposed to be at night at like seven. We get there early. We run through a rehearsal. Everyone's monitor. Everything's good. Everything's feeling good. Music styling and good. I'm confident about the music and talking about direction for people that are fairly new. Uh huh. Even though everyone should know their parts and transitions and blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm just there to kind of assist. Right. Another dude was directing as well on the piano, which helped. But I was there. You know, rehearsal went good, and then it comes time to like a few hours before. And there was issues with the computer ah. that runs Pro Tools Yeah, every week at the church, runs Pro Tools. That's why just, you don't like Pro Tools. Just to track. Well, was it a Pro Tools? It was a computer issue. It wasn't Pro Tools. Okay. okay. Pro Tools on that system, when the computer is running good, it was like running smooth with right. it. Right. Like okay. It was just going. So something happened with the computer not booting up. Oh. Because it was an older uh, Mac Pro. It was a one comma one. I think it was my original Mac Pro that I put at the church so you had turned it off after rehearsal we didn't have it on we just had the sound system on uh-huh and then that that mac pro would run during sunday services and just to record oh god not for live stream mix or nothing just to record backup if we ever wanted to mix a song down yeah blah 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 so this computer wasn't turning on mm. and it was about an hour and a half before the live recording started yeah so i'm there trying to figure it out we're having sync issues with the uh mixer board not syncing correctly with like the scene to make sure everyone's monitor it's a digital board yeah make sure the monitor's going right making sure everything's set up correctly yeah on top of the computer not turning on 
Yikes. So what I decided to do, I never used Logic, but my laptop had Logic on it from my wife. She she worked at Apple, and they, they give you the whole suite of everything for uh-huh. free. So yeah, yeah. I had Logic on there, and I connected it. I did not know how to arm tracks in Logic. I had all the inputs set up. You have to click that R, little R. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I needed to arm all of them. There's right. an older version of Logic, so when you click, when I clicked R on one track and try to go to the next one, uh huh, it would disengage the first track. Oh, okay, yeah. So I didn't know. I was asking to do like I usually hey. hit Option R. Yeah, you just highlight all of them now and yeah. hit R, and then you hit the I to make sure the audio is passing through. Whatever, oh, how right. You have it set up. Right. So I was stressing. It was getting down to the wire like 30 minutes before. Oh my goodness, wrong. 30 minutes before, and this Logic was not. Or actually, what happened was this computer was set up with Windows, a dual boot. Oh. Windows had Pro Tools because Pro Tools were running, like I talked about before, Pro Tools were running consistently. Yes. So the Windows Pro Tools session wasn't booting up. I had like an LE version of Pro Tools uh-huh. on the Mac desktop that I didn't have authorization for. I just had the software and upgraded, so I didn't have authorization for it. But Logic was on there. So this Logic was old. I couldn't get the tracks to arm. So people were in the audience. Not yet. <laughs> it was like 30 minutes before. I'm there stressing, sweating. I didn't get to go home and change and clean up and come smelling fresh for the recording. So I'm there and like just, I can't figure this out. I don't know what to do. So I, I told I told the, the the main artist, I was like, this may not work, but I'm going to keep hustling. We've got 30 minutes left. I kept trying, blah, blah, blah. Couldn't get logic to arm all the tracks. Couldn't find it on Google for some reason. Finally got the board to communicate correctly. So monitors are good. So at least we'd be able to, do a live performance yeah which doesn't make it would have been sucky to not get the audio yeah finally minutes before minutes minutes two minutes later (laughs) t minus two minutes (laughs) minutes before after i had moved i relocated the computer which was linked up through ethernet Uh out of the stage because you know it's looks better right i had moved this thing right next to the system on the stage in the middle got it to work and like it booted. Why would that make it work? I was just trying stuff. Troubleshooting. You know troubleshooting, right? Yeah, but move the computer as a troubleshoot? Yeah, because it might have been a cable communicating. Oh, it might have been power. God. Yeah. What I had to do on the old M1s, you take the side panel off and uh-huh. the RAM slides out on this big old honk yeah. thing. Yeah. So I did that. I guess one of the RAM slots got loose when something got moved. Oh, and then finally yeah. figured it out. Boom, put it in. Okay, Windows is booting. Yeah. But I had no time to move the computer. But Pro Tools booted up. That mug tracked, and it was there, and it it tracked. As soon as we started off, we started on time, hit it, it was recording. Wow. And I had the screen facing me. I was playing guitar across the station. I had the screen facing me, and I saw it rolling like that. Oh, and paint. I'm like, cool, it's rolling. Yeah, you yeah. know, and like you want to have someone to monitor it. So I yeah. was monitoring it. Nice. In the middle of it, it gets worse. Oh, wait. <laughs> I thought we were coming out. <laughs> In the middle of it, this computer stops recording. Gee. But it was my fault. What'd you do? It didn't have enough storage. Oh. <laughs> so I had to go in there and delete a bunch of old services that were already backed up. Oh, man. But luckily, not luckily, it was, I don't even know what you call that. It was just how it worked out. So, dude, for, for I've never had any of that happen. <laughs> I'm kind of glad, right? Yeah, it was a lot. But for insurance against something like that, you know what I always did? 
I always the night before in the rehearsal Track recorded every song. We couldn't do that. Why? The the guitar player and piano player showed up the day of in that morning rehearsal. Oh man. They showed up the day of and then at the beginning of rehearsal I was gonna do that. But wow. there's computer and sync issues. Wow. And I was like, well, we just we gotta get the rehearsal done. Yeah, I, I get the entire project in the can before I even start on the main the, I wish I could have did the that. main live thing. I wish always. I could have did that. And 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 I always felt great because no matter what happened, if the building blew up the next day. You got it. I got my project. Yeah. And on top of it all, I remember I said I was a video producer as well. That's insane. So around the time that I was about to give up and go crawl in a tunnel, all the video, <laughs> the camera people showed up and all of them were my cameras, some of the church's cameras. Yeah. I got all the cameras together, got the lenses, got their batteries going and had to brief all these people. You're this shot. 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 You have to keep an eye on the slider camera in the back. You got to keep an eye on this camera that's on a tripod, like right. signing and making sure it's all delegated. Right. And telling them batteries are here. This is here. This is this, 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 this. Jeez. On top of it all. So you'll probably never do anything like that again, right? I would. I would just do it different. You'd have like heads. I'll tell the camera people we're going to have, a, we have to have a rehearsal the night before. Yeah, but you should designate a lead camera guy that knows what they're doing. Which I did. Okay. But they weren't able to show up. Oh my God. <laughs> these, these positions were volunteer positions, which now I know I'll, I'm going to pay the, I'm going to get an agreement. Pay with the lead guys. Lead guy, you're getting paid. You're yeah. handling it all. If it all messes up, it's your fault. Right. That sort of thing. I'm coming after you. Yes. But this Dude. was, this was one of the first like really well done full production worship recording can i go listen to it on spotify today oh yeah i'll hook you up i'm not i'm not gonna name drop anyone just because you know name drop i ain't trying to do it because i don't want anyone to know that it was this project particular that's right (laughs) what'd you hit me with go ahead i don't don't know what buttons are what (laughs) (laughs) the rooster yes the rooster that's right yeah so that's my story dude that is awesome I learned a lot. By the grace of God, I've never had had that happen. Which I think this is going to help people. If you want to get into that situation of like producing live recordings, uh-huh. I would recommend not being the musician on it. That's right. You know, just delegate it down so you don't have all of it. Yeah. You know, coming from the church background, it was like, that's kind of how it was. And yeah. It wasn't a huge church. It wasn't a lot of people on staff. So kind of a lot of it I took on the responsibilities of. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was like normal. Now, here's what I do like it because I've actually produced several live records here's one one thing i love about it is that that night you're pretty much done yeah what's it done tracking i mean yeah you have maybe to do, some vocal overdubs yeah maybe. you gotta do your overdubs but and maybe some fixes if you want to do that but man depending on the client that's right you're you're done and so you're pretty much just a couple of weeks away from going straight to mix yep that's what i love about it like, i also wow. mixed that project <laughs> and handled yeah, and handled the overdubs Wow. And did the video editing. You were definitely the producer. Yeah. On that project. Oh, you said you co-produced it. Who else was? Uh, There was someone else that mastered it. Someone else that did the cover art. So, But you were the producer then. I did a lot of it. The music was already done. The musicians were not my responsibility. Oh, okay. Yeah. But still, you were the one they looked to. I'm very close with the person whose project it was. Right, but you you, you, were, you were the one that who's who was being looked to to turn in the project, yeah. right? Then that's yeah, that's the producer. Yes, sir. There we go. We defined it again. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. This was a good one. It was, man. I had fun. Not that the others aren't. No, this is, we're but, getting better, Ray. Yeah, That's we are. Just, right. Look, we got this. Oh, is that for a pound? That's right. Okay, I thought you were about to beat me up like we talked about. This is the completion of the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to remind them, go to forwardproducer.com slash ISP. That's right. Industry Standard Productions. Pick it up for free if you haven't already. Yep. Uh, if you could, it would do us a great favor to like, share, comment, subscribe. Please, please. Wherever you're tuning in with this podcast, it would yep. mean a lot to us. But until next time. That's right. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace out.